0: Badass Nation and welcome to the Badass in Business Show, the show where we help you with your inner game and your outer game, teaching you how to own your inner badass and then sharing strategies with you to badass your business or get badassified is what I like to call it. This is Annette Piper, the Badass Business Chick and your host for the show. Today is another badass episode. We have Susan Barocco on the show today, and I'm thrilled to have her on. Susan Barocco brings the skills of a writer, editor, project manager, and executive coach to her role as story architect for women, a passionate feminist who hails from Maine, Susan has focused her energy on being a resource for women who want to tell their stories in an effective and powerful way. Her big, hairy, audacious goal is to help a million women become authors. To reach that goal, Susan wrote her snapshot guidebook entitled, Six Things No One Tells You About Writing a Book. And in it, she discusses the realities of embarking on a book writing journey from a women's perspective. Welcome to the show, Susan. Thank
1: you, Annette. So happy to be here with you and with your audience today.
0: Well, great. We're excited to have you. So tell us a little bit more about you, your life, your business, and what you're passionate about.
1: Sure. Well, um, my business honestly has been evolving over the years, and I'm one of these people that's a, a repeat offender when it comes to being an entrepreneur. I've had a couple of different experiences. I've owned a retail shop, uh, owned one uh, for about four years. I've been a business coach. Um, I had a couple of franchises, coaching franchises. Uh, I've done a little bit of everything. So it's really kind of a, a mixture of entrepreneurial experiences. And I've had a few regular, quote-unquote, regular jobs in between. And through all of that, kind of figured out, you know what, I really am an entrepreneur entrepreneur really need to just stick with that and make it work so about five years ago actually longer than that um i started writing i decided i had a i have a degree in english said you know what i'm going to go back to my roots and start writing because copywriting is such a uh, there's a real need especially for um digital a lot of people are trying to write blogs keep up with those putting articles out different types of of uh, writing materials all types of marketing things And so I dove in and started getting involved with writing for small companies and did really a whole host of things. It was ghost blogging. I was writing for a number of different companies, writing their their blogs for them um, in all different industries. Kind of a a fun experience and a really great learning for me. And also um, doing things like uh, website copy and just a little bit of everything was helping people with their LinkedIn profiles, I and mean, you name it, it was just really helping people look polished in writing. And over time, I realized I really, my roots, part of my roots are, are working with women. And so I've kind of pivoted my business over the course of the last couple of years, more recently, to focusing on working with uh, women professionals and helping them to tell their story. Because I find that it's just a little bit different for women than it is for men based on our experiences and, and what we bring to the table and all the hats we wear.
0: Awesome. That sounds like an amazing journey. I love that. I love that <laughs> thought. I'm a repeat a repeat offender when it comes to <laughs> business. Because I am too. I'm a repeat offender and I've tried many different aspects of uh, owning a business as well. And so what motivated you and inspired you to really start your own business what was the need that you really saw out there in the marketplace
1: oh my goodness well i
0: saw for me it was as i
1: i was starting to get a little bit older i was finding it was difficult uh to get a job to get people to, to look at me they you know people want wanted a younger a younger candidate in a lot of cases, Um, and I started kind of going back and forth and realized, you know what, I am better at being an entrepreneur than I am at being an employee. It was just, a, it was kind of a hard thing to to come to, um, but I realized that I would be better served and I would be able to have more of an impact uh, by running my own business. I also, one of the things that, um, because I live in Maine, um, I, I live about two hours north of Boston, and it's, it's a small town up here. And so I realized if I really wanted to run a business and be successful, I wanted to do it nationally, perhaps internationally. And what, what were the kinds of things that I could be doing? Um, and because of my background in writing, I love writing. I've been writing for business for a long time. Um, I was in sales for many years, was doing sales proposals and, and all different types of, of marketing materials and things like that. So I decided to take all those skills and that experience and put it in, combine it. And start bringing those, those skills and abilities to my clients and my customers. And one of the things that I realized, especially in the last couple of years, is that people want books, books are, books are um, something that, that people use in a lot of different ways. And I, and I think we're going to be talking a little bit about this in terms of how you can use it for your business. But I realized that people really need help with this. Um, to do a good job and to have it be the kind of tool that that I think they envision, so um, got excited more and more excited about helping people with the longer content. Blogs are fun, doing website copy is fun, but the, the longer content, that book, um, that even a small book, even a short book, it's um, it's a lot of work. And so I just find that I love partnering with my client, brainstorming, and getting them really excited about let's get this in, in writing so that we can get it out into the world. So that, that's kind of where how that, that evolved for
0: me. Well, that is awesome. And, you know, a lot of people I coach and so many people I talk to, they're like, I really want to write a book. And I'm I'm a best-selling author of an anthology book, but I've been working on my mm-hmm. own book for a long time, and I think you and I had a, a little bit of a discussion about <laughs> my, yes. my hit and miss on that. But how have entrepreneurs really used books to benefit their business?
1: Well, it's, it's just such an awesome tool for, on so many levels. And I've seen businesses of all sizes, too. It doesn't matter if you are a solopreneur or if you're running an organization with, with um, 100 people or more. It's one of the things that's nice about a book is that it, it really demonstrates your expertise, so it's a, a chance for you to showcase what you know, what you've learned. And I find that um, certainly men and women, over the years, you, you don't realize how much, honestly, how much wisdom and brilliance you accumulate. You learn, you know, you go through the school of hard knocks, you've made your mistakes, um, and you, you start to look back and think, huh, this, this could be of value to, <laughs> to someone, to, the, to my readers. So um, it's, it's a great way to establish your expertise in your field. Um, And that really puts you at a different level. Um, The other thing is that it also can be an awesome marketing tool. And I wrote my book, a very small book. I send it out as gifts. As a thank you gift, as a matter of fact, yours is on the way of that. So, um, but I send it out as thank you gifts. I'll send it out um, for all different types of purposes. I'm running. Uh, I actually do workshops. I'm going to be uh, doing a workshop for a group uh, in Spokane next in just a few weeks. As a matter of fact, I'll be out there. Um, so I'm using that as a handout as part of my my workshop because we're going to be talking about how to write your book. Um, so there's lots of different ways. Um, It also gives you great, if you've written a book, you can go back and take a piece of it and turn it into a blog. And if you'd like to read more about this, check out my book and put a link to So it really weaves in nicely into a marketing tool. And, again, it doesn't have to be a big one. It doesn't have to be a war and peace. It can be, you know, a nice short little book that that helps people on one particular area. Um, So those are probably the, the two ways that I see it helping the most. If you want to do more speaking, that would be the other way. Is that it's a great door opener to get speaking engagements. So those would that would probably be the three that I see the most the most value for a business of any size.
0: Right. And it and it is a great platform to build your speaking business on. I know when I apply to speak, that's one of the questions on the applications most of the time is um, do you Almost have a book, Are it. you an author? Yep. Because that's mm. a huge credibility piece.
1: It is, and it's it's a and they want to have it's a great giveaway, you know, to be able to sell them at a discount in the back of the room, or give them away to attendees, or something. It's just a, an added benefit, and um, and it does set you apart. I know I interviewed one woman um, who said that she was surprised at the credibility that it gave her within herself. She said she just felt like she had arrived almost, or something. That somehow it just made her more it reinforced her own validity in her own mind, and that that was something she didn't expect. She felt pretty comfortable with what she'd accomplished, but when she actually put it in words and put it in a book, all of a sudden it really opened up some new ways of thinking for her.
0: Wow. And I can see that totally happening. Mm. Uh, I know once I get my book written, (laughs) I'm sure I'll feel so accomplished when that's completed. Yeah. So, that brings me to the next question, and this is something that I seriously am interested in. What are the biggest challenges uh, that someone faces when writing a book, and what are a few ways that they can tackle them?
1: There are probably the the three things that I see. I did a a brief survey, a fairly short survey, but I sent it out to a couple hundred people and I said, and I opened it up and said, you know, what's getting in your way? Just tell me. And I didn't lead at all. I just said, tell me what, what are the couple of things that are getting in your way. And the three things that came up the, the most were time, effort, focus, I should say, focus, and confidence. And so time, obviously, especially if you're running a business, your time is 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 Already pretty tied up. You've got a lot of things. You're wearing a lot of hats. You've got a lot to do. The days are long. If you have a family or outside um, obligations and involvement as well, it's your days are long and they're jam packed. So time is the number one thing that the, the number one barrier that stands in the way. And what I usually recommend to people is, you know, I know a lot of folks, both men and women, who are incredibly busy running big companies, doing doing amazing things but they're writing books, too. So I think, you know, what, what do they know that the rest of us don't? And what they've done is they've made the decision, and this sounds really simple, but it's, it's amazingly effective, is they've just decided to do it. So they tell people, I'm writing a book. They make sure that, that people around them know, and, and then they deliberately make the time. And so that's, the, I think, the biggest challenge for people is they, think, they look at their calendar and think, oh, my gosh, I don't have any time to write. It's a matter of making time, and I think that's the hardest thing, and and so I usually recommend that, you know, look to see if there's things that have crept onto your schedule that maybe you could delegate, and that's both personal and professional. Um, Look to see if there's something that maybe, it's some kind of an event that you, maybe you're involved in every year. Maybe this year you pass on that while you're trying to get your book together. So look for simple ways to free up small amounts of time in your schedule. And the other thing with time is to really focus on small amounts of time. So you don't need to clear a whole day. You don't need to clear a whole morning or a whole afternoon. A half an hour is amazing. You can get some good stuff done in a half an hour. And, you know, setting it into your schedule and then honoring it like you would a doctor's appointment. Um, You know, if you book that time, take that time and do your writing. So time time truly is the biggest challenge. Um, the second one is focus. Many um, folks come to me and say, you know what, I have so many ideas, I don't know where to start. Or, you know, it, I don't even, I, do I have enough material, do I have enough ideas to write a whole book? So the second thing is focus. It's really easy to um, simply, what I what I recommend is that you do kind of a download. Download your ideas, write them down on paper, all the different things you're thinking about. And it doesn't matter. If it's personal ideas or where, where it comes from, but just write down a whole bunch of things that you've been thinking about in terms of putting into a book. And then categorize them in three buckets. So categorize them as personal ideas or experiences, professional ideas or experiences, and then passion, so the three P's. And passion is just it's a topic I'm just really passionate about. I have some experience with it, and I want to write about it. So. That will help you to start get, orga- get organized with your thoughts and your ideas and to help you kind of start making sense. Once you put that down on paper, you can do it with sticky notes on a, or on a whiteboard. There's lots of different ways to do it. You can use index cards, write down an idea on each one, and then you can kind of rearrange them and organize them as you, as you work. Um, but it helps you to get it out of your head, not to paper, and to actually start to visualize it. And then the third thing is confidence, and this is something that surprised me. didn't expect for people to say that confidence was an issue, but a lot of people will be thinking, gosh, is anyone even going to want to read what I have to write? Do I have anything new to say? Um, and I often use the example of sales. When you think about it, if you were to go to Google or, or Amazon and look up books on sales, there's probably thousands, thousands and thousands of books on sales. What on earth could I possibly write that someone hasn't already written 15 times over, and what I usually say to that is that you are the only one who has your unique experience and perspective, and yes, there's lots of books about sales, yes, there's lots of books about different things, um, different topics, but yours probably comes together, if you really started to look at it, you could you could identify a number of things that are unique, that no one brings these four things to the table. To the, to the idea or to the topic, and um, in, in a way, maybe because of um, the education you have, maybe because of the upbringing you have, maybe because of, I don't know, where you live. There's, there may be just a whole host of things that come together in your, in your existence that, that bring a whole unique perspective. So I really try to encourage people to, you know, don't shy away because you feel like no one's going to want to read it. I would bet that once you start digging in, downloading your ideas, that you're going to start to look at it and think, hmm, I have a new spin. I have a different spin because of what I've been through.
0: And and I really love that. I mean, I've read many books on the same topics. I've read different sales books, different mindset books. You know, different books on marketing. And it, it's interesting because when you get a different perspective, it, you know, you might read something that doesn't resonate with you at all, and so you just move on to the next concept. And then you right. read the same exactly. idea in someone else's book, and it's like, whoa! And it pops. You know, the light bulbs go on, popped. and it's like, hello, yes. I get it this time. And so yeah, there's a lot of value in what you have to offer, and your message is going to resonate with someone in a different way than somebody else's message will.
1: Exactly. And it's partly personality. You know, I've read books where I thought, I don't like this person. (laughs) I just don't click with them versus you pick up another book. Like you said, same topic, but you're like, oh, I really understand. I really really get the way this person is, is explaining this. This totally clicks with me.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And there's books that people recommend it that they're like, oh, this book is the greatest. And I read it and it's like, yeah, I'm oh, just not getting yeah, it. Yeah, nothing.
1: So, much. <laughs> <laughs> so absolutely.
0: <laughs> absolutely. And that's why people need to hear your voice. They need to hear what mm. you have to share and not Maybe. being afraid to share it.
1: Absolutely. That's oh. the hard part, too. <laughs> it's just to have the courage to say, you know, what I'm going to write about my story.
0: You know, if no one else, if no one reads, at least you got the experience of writing, right? There's there's some value oh. that you can get from it, but Absolutely. more than likely, somebody else is going to get value from your story and your perspective.
1: Yeah, you know, if you're sitting out there listening to this, I would strongly encourage you to ask anyone you know who has already written a book to change them and I could, I could guess I would venture to guess I would risk the saying that a hundred percent of them would say yes and change them for the better that they learned something about themselves that they learned um, that, you know how to how to how to um, control their schedule better even if it was something that simple of you know actually carving out the time of my schedule to do some writing really taught me a valuable lesson um, really taking a deeper look at so what how where am I an expert? What, what are the things that are, um, that are my strong points? Every author can share a story about how it has changed them for the better. So don't shy away from it. It's going to teach you something great, even if you don't. You're not going to write a bestseller. It's hard to write a bestseller. I don't think I could write a bestseller. Um, but it's, it, it can be done, but it's, it's really more about creating a platform book that you can use to then springboard uh, into, into other areas. In, in your in your work,
0: and so Susan, as a as a expert in this area, how much time, effort, and money should someone expect to invest in writing a book? Because that might be one of the things that they're shying away from because they don't know.
1: Mm, it's it's the, probably the number one thing that people come with that either don't understand or a misconception about what it takes and. Um, When I work with my clients, depending on how serious they are, and I usually try to encourage them to, you know, to make a commitment to the book process, book journey, um, for a period of time. And the first thing is just keep in mind, it's not going to take you, um, it shouldn't take you for the the next 17 years to write a book. The idea about committing to it and and making time for it means that you want to get it done inside of a year, if possible, the actual writing. Um, and it, some people can really crank it out and do it in less than that. Some people can get through writing a book in maybe six months or eight months. Um, but there is a time commitment involved. It's, you're not going to be able to do it in a month, so don't expect to do that unless it's really, really short. <laughs> um, so time is, is probably the biggest thing that people have to um, just embrace the idea that this is I'm doing this project, and for the next so many months, this is part of what's this is going to be part of my life. For the, for the next couple of months. And um, when it comes to effort, it's the same thing. I find that people are, um, you know, when you have that writing, that block of time on your calendar, don't let anything get in its way. It's, it's exactly the same as a, either a doctor's appointment or a hair appointment. You know, you made this appointment and been, you know, it's hard to get in or whatever the case may be you're going to treat it with that same level of respect. And so from an effort perspective, it's it's going to take some time. There's also a little bit of research involved. Um, when people start out writing a book, that's one of the first things I suggest is I give them, I call it, I, I send them on an adventure because people get funny about the word homework, but <laughs> go out and go on an adventure and do some exploring and see what's out there already in your category. Maybe you're thinking about writing a book about sales, for example. Um, Go out and see what's out there. See how other people are writing about it. Take a look at book covers. Take a look at topics. See if there's a gap. Maybe there's a in your field of expertise. These books have been written this way, but there's you're seeing a, a, a hole. Saying, oh my gosh, well what if I wrote about it this way? No one else seems to be doing that, or there aren't many books um, that are approaching it differently. So it's about bringing a new perspective. So it takes some effort. It's not just sitting down and writing. You're going to need to do a little bit of research um, to help kind of round out your understanding of your topic. That's a really important part. And then there's the money. And that's something that is, um, again, I strongly recommend that my clients do some homework. Do your research and and learn about the costs around it because there's um, several stages to book writing. And each one has a bit of an investment that you'll have to make, and um, I would say that uh, you know, self-publishing is one of the ways to get your book out there. And yes, it can be the least expensive, but there's still other costs involved. So finding people to edit your book very, very important. That you not skimp on that. This is I always tell people, this book is going to far outlive you. This is a legacy. You're writing a book, and it's going to be out there for a long time. You want it to be your best book. So don't shy away from spending some money on this and so that it comes out and, and you're truly proud of it and that you hand it out or you sell it with pride, that you really feel good about what you've produced. And it's going to take a couple sets of eyes to help you do that. You're going to need an editor. You're going to need a proofreader. You're going to need some other experts to help you pull this together. You're going to need a really great graphic designer to design your... Cover and make it look fabulous. You're going to need a graphic designer to design the interior. It's going to um, someone will add some visual impact and, and um, some some style to the actual interior pages. So someone has to design that. There's a number of things that have to happen before the book even goes to print, um, and that all requires some investment. And then after the book is done. There's this whole next phase of the book's life and of your life where you start marketing it, and um, there are other books out there that um, speak to that. Uh, in particular, some great resources out there. But if you're interested, um, Google a books about marketing your nonfiction book. If you're going to be writing about nonfiction, um, there's, there's a lot to think about there. So it's a, lo- it's, it's a fair amount of work, and there's some money involved in there too. So what I would recommend is be really realistic. Open your mind to the fact that, okay, I'm going to have to invest, and go and educate yourself, see what the what the costs are like, and then create a budget that you think makes sense for you based on what you want to gain from having this book. You know, I went about putting my book together thinking, okay, what's my ROI? What's my return going to be? What am I going to want to get out of it? And so, therefore, What's a, what's a reasonable price to spend, a reasonable amount to spend to get this book into publication so that then I can start enjoying that return. So you want to think about it from a full spectrum um, perspective. But those are probably the three top things um, that, that include, that are included under the
0: umbrella of investment.
1: And it's time, your effort,
0: and then of course dollars. Fabulous, fabulous. And I, you know, I think when you set out to write a book, you're not thinking about how much money it's mm-hmm. going to cost you or even the time and effort. Uh, I know as I've worked on my book, it's like I get started and I'm really excited about it and I go weeks, you know, spending 30 minutes a day writing on my book. Then I get sidetracked <laughs> mm-hmm. and then it takes yeah. me a while to get, to get back to it. And no, I haven't investigated the cost of uh, what it would cost to publish that. So I love this conversation, and I mm. I love having people on this show because I've learned so much from them in mm. the areas that I'm not an expert. So it's it's a win-win for me. So Susan, what one piece of advice you would give to other entrepreneurs that you can leave them with today?
1: Oh, uh, My favorite would be don't um, put off writing your book. I talk to a lot of people and say, oh yeah, I'm going to save that for when I retire. Oh my goodness, please, please, please don't do that. <laughs> if I can encourage you to do one thing, it's to start taking really great notes today. I have a, a, one client that I worked with, she was going through um, uh, VC funding. She was raising money for her business and she was having these experiences, and she came up with some new ideas about different ways to fund her business. And she she said to me, I eventually want to write a book, but just not right now because it's just a crazy time in my life. And I said, I totally understand that, but get yourself a really beautiful notebook um, or an app on your phone or some way to capture the details of what you're going through right now. Because two years from now, when you actually sit down to write your book, you're not going to remember the details, and you're not going to remember them accurately. So, if there's one thing I can tell you to do, even if you're not, if you're, now's not the right time for you, that's okay. But take great notes now, because then, when you actually sit down to write your book, it will be infinitely easier <laughs> to actually do the writing. You can look back through your notes and say, "Oh, yeah, I remember about that," and 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 capture too. Um, not just the details of what you're going through, but maybe some of your emotions, some of how you were feeling. Like, did, did this upset? Did something upset you, or were you really excited about something? Capture not only the the actual details, but also kind of your your emotions and, and what you were experiencing around those events, so that when it's time to write your book, you can really do make it. It'll make it a lot easier
0: for you. That's great advice. Great advice. I mm-hmm. love it. It's been great having you on the show today, Susan, and I know you have a special offer for our listeners. Please share. I
1: I do, I do. So you you mentioned at the beginning that I have this BHAG that I, I want to help a million women become authors, and so I wrote my book. And a lot of what I talked about today is in my book. If you're looking for like price ranges and things like that, I have a whole chapter on what, what the price price ranges are and things like that. So, um, but what I would love is to um, hear from you. Another way that I'm helping women write their books is I'm giving away three, uh, thirty. I'm giving away 30 minute brainstorm sessions. And so what it is is it's 30 minutes for us to basically brainstorm quite literally, your ideas, help you get organized, help you just get your thoughts in order and figure out, you know, sometimes people say, I, I, I get done talking with someone and they say, oh, my gosh, I have like three books I could write. Yes, you do. So let's start with the first one. Let's start with, you know, what we think is most important. Um, but I help people just kind of clarify and really figure out where, where do I go from here. And it's, it's just so much fun for me to help people. I love brainstorming <laughs> and I love hearing about people's ideas. So um, if you go to my website um, and uh, storyarchitectforwomen.com and you, get, you find the free resources tab across the top, it's under the free resources tab. You can book a 30-minute session with me. I would love to hear from you, love to hear about what you're thinking about and, and kind of help you get started and help you get on your way.
0: Great. That's a great resource. Thank you so much for sharing that with the audience. And again, My it's pleasure. been great having... Yeah, it's been so fun having you on the Badass and Business show. And everyone, um, Susan's info and links will be in the podcast notes. So thanks again, Susan.
1: Absolutely. Remember, I love talking about this, so... <laughs>
0: Yes, yes, I can hear the passion in your voice. And so um, if now I'm inspired to get back to my book. I I love it. I love it. Great. Uh, remember, everyone, please share the podcast with other badass business owners. Check out my new e-learning center at badassandbusinessacademy.com. And you can also find me at annettpiper.com. And remember to spell Piper P-I-E, like the yummy dessert. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and go out and make it a bad-ass day. Namaste.